Well, welcome to episode 62 of Three Point Podcast, sports and pop culture from three different generations. I'm Ted Fatel of Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5, representing the baby boomers of the world. Gen Xer Matt Burns checks in from ESPN in Charlotte, North Carolina, and is our social media man. The youngest viewpoints, as always, will be coming in studio tonight from Jared Fatel of Grand Valley State University and Fox 17 in Grand Rapids. Thanks again to our partners, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Half House and Grill, the Corona Connection and Corona Public Schools, and welcome to a new partner, Advanced Elevator Company, to the Three Point Podcast team. Now we're going to have a bit of a different pod tonight, and we're going to get it rolling right after these messages from our Three Point Podcast partners. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your large or small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of three-point podcast located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. 85, 90, 95, 100. Looking for items to buy or sell? Look no further than SheridanAuctionService.com. We will solve your problem. Bring Sheridan Realty and auction your items and we will market them all over the country and get them sold. If you are looking to buy items, we can help with that too. Call today, 989-720-SELL. It's fast, easy, and we get results. SheridanAuctionService.com. Buy or sell, we'll get it done for you. Call 989-720-SELL. You'll do better with Sheridan. Kindergarten registration is coming up, and it's time to sign up those future Cavaliers. Take one small step today by calling 989-743-1579 to ensure your child will take a giant leap into the future. Like we've said many times before, young or old, it's great to be gold. Keep up to date on the Corona Schools by following the Corona Connection. The Corona Connection was founded to create a platform for Corona residents and students to connect. View the Corona Connection online every month, both on Facebook and at Corona Connection. Connection.com. All right, so as we know on today's pod, we're going to be doing a lot of hypotheticals and just kind of pop culture. And of course, we have the Tedder Ted Tedertainment. Is that how you pronounce it? Tedertainment tonight, but there's a little bit of a dispute on that. We'll get into that when we get to that segment. <laughs> Sounds good. So we got the, that the coming up. Dispute as like like copyright infringement? I uh, know of uh, of uh, the public out there not sure I am qualified for uh, entertainment talk. Jared <laughs> set it up last week, and I've heard some comments, so I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> I love it. Oh, but, okay. But I was, you know, as I do, us millennials do, we're on the internet a lot. And I stumbled upon this hypothetical that threw out the scenario of living in a basement for 10 years. And me and my buddies got to talking. And next thing you know, it's like an hour and we're still just have no idea like how we would want to spend our time in this basement. So, Ted, I, I think it's best if you kind of read it off with your beautiful voice. So oh, you care to take you. it away. Well, I'll try, I'll try to do my best. Now, keep in mind, we have 30 categories and it, you got a total 30 points. So I'm going to try and zip through this. We'll also post something on our uh, social media sites so some of our listeners can play along. But I'm going to start right here. If you want a microwave in that basement with microwavable meals, that's a two-pointer. If you want unlimited fast food, that's worth four points. If you add Chick-fil-A, that's an extra point. Now, also, 
you can have a full kitchen with unlimited amounts of the best ingredients. You can have an iPad that will uh, show you how to make the food. That's six points. For nine points, you can have gourmet food from the world's finest chef flown into you daily. Now, most people might want a TV. You can have a 52-inch TV with all the cable channels and premium packages, seven points. Uh, if you need a little daylight, you can have a skylight. Funnel in sunlight through the basement for two points. We'll keep going here. Also, you might want some female companionship. You can have a, a lady friend, but this is a kicker. 18 big points for that. <laughs> We're going to see where we go on that category. Also, all movies and TV shows, four points. Uh, top of the line desktop computer, that's worth six points. All video games that have been released and new releases over time, four-pointer. Should I continue on, right? Yeah, I should. Not even halfway through. <laughs> I know. You can have the internet, that's 16 points. Surround sound system with all recorded music out there, that's four points. I think it's important to note, so uh, just to kind of back up a little bit. Yeah, jump is in. Is that uh, you're originally given 30 points, and right. you have to live in this basement for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So you have 30 points to spend on all these items that you're listing off, Ted. If you want to allow yourself to have 35 points, uh, you're only going to leave the basement. So the reward for staying in this hypothetical basement is you get $10 million. That's, I think I forgot to set that part up. So, yeah, $10 million $10 million for if you stay years. in this basement for 10 years. But if you decide you want to uh, only use 35 points, or if, if you want to extend your points to 35, you're going to be able to get $5 million when you leave. So I there's two you. different options you can follow. So there's a bonus there if you want to work the numbers. Did you say the last one, if you go down to $0, did you say that? I did not. Is that something? I'm, is that? Are you yeah, considering the last, that? Best option: If you reduce your payout to zero dollars, you will receive forty points. I tell you what, that's, that's kind of a joke, isn't it? That? I mean, you get more you get more points, but you don't get any money when you, you get leave. nothing, and you you're ten no, years in a basement. But I tell you what, that basement it would be awesome. <laughs> you would have the setup in that basement. Okay, All right, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, you could have a full workout room with basketball court, batting cage. That's five points. Maybe you don't want the female companionship. Barry Bonds is available for seven points. Uh, <laughs> he's a bit of a I just got to point out the photo. Uh, but he's got a thumb up. Uh, I think it's the Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> or no, it can't be. He's not in it. <laughs> uh, you can have a full library with every single book that's ever been published. That's a four-pointer. This is interesting. We all got our cell phones and use them. A cell phone uh, that can be activated for one day of the week. That's three points. Now, I got to clarify something on that. Are you able to get the internet on your cell phone? I believe so, yes. Okay. For that one day a week. Well, one day a week. You probably have to then use your points to get the internet if you want internet access, right? Uh, the way I looked yeah. at it is Jared's that. Jared's the commissioner. These kind of things I like think about like too literally. <laughs> I. It's a great you, question. You then have to pay for the internet with your 16 points to have internet on your cell phone? I, I mm. don't believe so. Or how do we want? I, I think that we should. Maybe that's a good point, Matt. Maybe the cell phone can only be used for texting. I calling, think so. I don't think Skype. any internet. Okay. I think that's the best way okay. to do it. And that's three points for yeah. three points. That's got to be that way, okay. right? Yeah, I, I, would, I agree. All right, uh, another three pointer could be important. We'll see. Hygiene products and a jacuzzi bathtub. Here's two points. Medical care from the medical school of New Delhi, <laughs> or upgrade to the Mayo, <laughs> upgrade to the medical <laughs> to the Mayo Clinic, for one point. That's an interesting thought there for sure unlimited booze five points unlimited drugs five points unlimited tobacco products four points now i know none of us are going to take the tobacco products right i, uh, yeah, that, I that, doubt it that seems like the worst product on the entire board honestly <laughs> another one i'm not sure but we'll see <laughs> seems like something you would have picked when you're like 12 <laughs> a full model train set complete warehouse size room to build it two points 
uh, workshop with industrial tools, drawing table, and supplies, five points. A uh, few more to go, folks. Bear with me. A pool table, one point. A high-definition camera, three points. Now, you could use that in many different ways I can see in my mind. A uh, garden with greenhouse, a couple of points. Uh, you get money up front and now have access to the stock market. That's an interesting one, but that's seven points right there. Uh, a gun with three bullets, one point. You might need that after five years in the basement. I don't know. Uh, a kitten or a puppy, six points. And finally, number 30, that's two points, uh, satellite radio, XM, Sirius, whatever. All right, Jared, you so, want to recap again here and set things up? I think up? that where we should start is we got to have some source of food. So what was your guys' thoughts? I mean, we have the functioning microwave with microwavable meals only for two, fast food for four. Uh, full kitchen where you're basically the cook uh, with any ingredient you want for six points or you have a world-famous chef cooking for you for nine points. I know me personally, I'm going with the fast food. Like, I could eat McDonald's every day. I could eat McDonald's every day in my life. A Big Mac, fries, there's no Chick-fil-A. That's important to note. But there's still a billion, like, fast food joints that I've never even had. Like, I don't think I've ever even ate it at an Arby's. Well, as you once so aptly put it, I mean, fast food is food fit for kings, so I, I could see where you go that way. If that was all I could eat, I know what you're saying, because some Chick-fil-A, you can add a point and get Chick-fil-A. You know, and some other spots are really good. But if that's all I can eat for 10 years, I think I'd get pretty sick of it. So, But But, I'm thinking about the points. Honestly, I'd like to have the gourmet food or the full kitchen, but those are kind of more points. I honestly think I would lean towards the microwave for two points because, again, because I think about these things so literally, like – there's, if you go to some some of these grocery stores, Trader Joe's or some of the stores, you know, in Meyer, you know, whatever, there's some pretty legit microwavable meals now. It's not just like Hungry Man meals or like Hot Pockets. Like you can get some pretty nice microwavable meals. So if we can go that far and choose what we want to microwave, I'm going with the microwavable. Uh, Meals, I guess, is what. Oh, Ted, what I'm was, was this before your generation where they had like TV dinners? <laughs> no. Basically, what they lived off. Is that what you did as a kid? You just we ate? didn't we didn't live off TV dinners, but when I was a young kid, that's kind of when they came out. You know, they came out in the early '60s, and they were god awful banquet chicken meals. Oh, but we thought they were kind of cool, but they were really pretty bad food. I think we all agree. We we might as well finish this category on food because we got to have food. Mm-hmm. It's the only way we're going to sustain. You're going to go with the microwavable, right, Matt? I'm I'm going with the microwave. Two yeah. points. I mean, that's as long good. As they let me pick what I get to microwave because, like I said, you you can get some actual nice meals. I'm not eating. Yeah, I'm not eating banquet meals for ten years. No, no, you're open on that. I mean, you can get whatever microwavable meals are available, right? Oh hell yeah! I mean, I, give me the microwave. It, it's a. I mean, for two points, I mean, you get what you. I mean, it's obviously going to be the worst like tasting out of the. It's not a bad strategy for the two points yeah, and playing the. the point game mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I can't knock you too much the thing that i kind of just was is my point where it's just a terrible deal to get the gourmet chef or the full kitchen is i've been to like a few weddings where the the, the food is like it's like five star food you know and it's like you, you eat it and it's like i don't know i'd almost rather just have like a, like a pizza right now like have you guys ever had that feeling where it's like you go to like a really expensive restaurant and it's it's like you get chicken like grilled chicken or something and it's like i I'd rather just kind of have like a Big Mac right now. Well, I will say this too for Jared's sake. You know, this is the millennial battle against the baby boomer. I mean, once you're more seasoned and uh, maybe experience some of the finest restaurants out there, uh, you may change your tune a little bit. I've been to some pretty fancy restaurants that have just outstanding food, and I wouldn't throw you know wedding food, even though even though it's a, an expensive wedding, I wouldn't throw that in the mix as gourmet food. So are you are you going with the gourmet? No, no, I'm going with. Here's my strategy on that. I'm going with the full kitchen and. My, my reasoning is it's unlimited recipes, unlimited amount of food ingredients, and keep in mind, 
I, I'm in a basement for 10 years. I have plenty of time to work in that kitchen and make meals every day as part of my daily routine to kind kind of keep things going for mm-hmm. 10 years. So I'm going I'm I'm going six points right out of the gate with a full kitchen, but that's my food selection. And that's the thing with that is like you said, it get a little boring in that basement. So having that kitchen, you know, where you can really, you know, learn a craft, learn how to cook, it keep yourself busy too, you know. That's part of my thought process, you know, you got to kill time. The thing I was thinking about because again, I'm really thinking about this. So with the gourmet chef though, could you kind of turn that into your companion if the gourmet <laughs> chef is living in the basement with you um you know for for us if we're wanting a female companion no they're only flown the in daily way, i view it as like and she is living in the basement with you i think that what it would be is we all know like the stanford like prison experiment we've all heard about that before right maybe that's a college thing but it's like where you know philip zambaro he would just come into the prison and like talk to them and then leave like lock the door lock them in or whatever that's kind of how i view this he comes in the chef whether it's a, a guy or a girl cooks for you and then leaves locks the door behind them yeah no extracurriculars in fact it's laid out here they're flown in daily so they come in they deliver their gourmet food and they're out from the 20 of your guys's voices I, I, maybe i'm looking at this as like a glass half full like this kind of sounds like a vacation to me. Ten years in a basement. We we listed some of those amenities that are available to us. Every cable channel, every movie ever, uh, like video games, any video game you want. I don't know. Like, let me just put this on the table. I'm cutting it to. Th- I'm going to 35 points for five million dollars in my strategy. Okay. Oh, I, that was the first thing I thought of when I when I saw all the options. And then down at the bottom, uh, one of the ones is for seven points, you can get your money up front and then access to the stock market. Well, yeah, give me my money up front, $5 million to get more points. Give me my 35 points instead of 30. Give me my 5 mil and the 7 points for the stock market because I'll quickly turn that $5 million into much more than $10 million See, with that, the access to the stock market. You think you're going to be like Jordan Belfort, Matt, but in actuality you're just going to end up like blowing your $10 million in like a year, and then you're just going to have to live in that basement for the next nine years with zero reward. Well, no, you can't spend your money on anything, though. I mean, I guess, yeah, if you blow it in the stock market, but it's not like you're going out and spending the money. You're stuck in the basement. So I think we need to get the elephant out on the room here. Are we all taking a female companion with us into the basement? I mean, it would get lonely now. My top choice, yeah. I I mean, I had to narrow my list down, and for sure. I'd be curious the clarification on the the gourmet chef. Even if they're flown in just to cook your meals, I mean, while they're there cooking your meals, if it's a female companion, you could save yourself the 18 points and get that companionship while they're there cooking you your meals. (laughs) Matt, I don't know. You better put an asterisk on that. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you think you're like Leonardo DiCaprio. So she's coming in for maybe an hour. You're some loser that's living in a basement for 10 hours or for 10 years i don't know if they're gonna be throwing themselves at your feet in this uh hypothetical scenario you get your money up front and you're thrown in the stock market you can sell that you got all your money you got over five million you know or more in the stock market depending Matt, on whatever else you choose you can really get yourself into some good shape you know maybe ted you know I, you like you said you want to learn how to cook you <laughs> learn how to cook i tell you what matt if, if you were in like a job interview for google where you need like out of the box like answers you're nailing it with this that but is i think we all just box. need to agree that the chef is not going to be able to help you with your loneliness. They're there for cooking. Maybe they don't even talk. Maybe it's a robot that just has gourmet chef ability. That's a good clarification. But you did think out of the box there, Matt. I liked I liked the thought process, but we're going to have to scratch that. There is no uh, no extracurriculars with the chef. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, so that's what it comes down to. But then I was thinking, too, with the, the garden with the greenhouse with two points. If you wanted, like if you wanted to choose the drugs or something, could the greenhouse turn into, you know, a, a certain kind of greenhouse where you want to 
save some points on the drugs and use your greenhouse for that. You know what? We'll give you that one. You could. You're thinking. That's not bad. Next level thinking. It earns you if you want to grow some uh, marijuana in your greenhouse. It's it's the more power to you. That's fair. I, I like that. But how? But also, how are you going to know how to do that? Well, you're going to have seeds. You, how are you going to know how to grow anything? <laughs> I mean, you're going in. I wouldn't. So again, with this, are you going in like at this age right now with the knowledge you have right now? You yes. know that that kind of stuff. Got to be. Yeah. I mean, if you have a garden with a greenhouse and no seeds, it's worth nothing. Yeah. So you, you got to at least have some seeds and soil <laughs> and water. So to re- I'm ar- I've already spent 22 of my points with just the fast food and uh, the female companion. Okay. Ted, you're in the. You already have spent what 24. 24 points. Yeah, I have a woman and a full kitchen. And Matt, are you you have, still haven't get? You're trying to dance around it. Yeah, you got to get some points out here, Matt. Because <laughs> well, you-, you guys have shot me down, and I can't I can't have my companionship with my gourmet chef. No. I'm, I'm sticking with the microwave. I'm taking the companion, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm taking the the stock market with my money early. So you're already at 27 at points. 27 points right now. Ooh. Now now it gets dicey. Now when we have to get some of the essentials out. Now, yep. Matt, are you going to the 35 points for only 5 million yeah, payout? I, I took yeah. the more money okay. to get or so, the, sorry, the less money for more points. Okay. So we got score the stock market so I can turn the money around. So yeah, I'm at 22 I'm Ted's at 24. at 24 and Matt's at 20. Okay. No, no, no. I'm at 27. Oh, yeah, because you already. But he, got the, thir- he has 35 to play with instead so of 30. Let me just throw out my most obvious next choice uh, unlimited drugs. I mean, you might not have like a lot to do down there, but you could be doing nothing. And you have marijuana, or I don't even. I'd probably, I'd probably test everything out there. Why not? I mean, you're down there for ten years. You, I get some shrooms in me or something, and but I'm you gonna. Might only last a year well, if you're testing everything out. Well, not only that too. Unless you got the Mayo Clinic doctor with you. Let's say you get cancer and you have the top cancer drug. I mean, it's not just recreational I'm drugs, not, right? I'm not taking a doctor down there with me. If I die, nah, you no. can't. I mean, you just gotta. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying from just hanging out in a basement. What but you part of your drugs can be, you know. Drugs that help cure Combat illnesses. It? Yeah, not just recreational drugs. No. So it sounds like you're taking the unlimited drugs as well. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't. Yeah, no, I haven't. I'm just trying to clarify that part. You've had enough fun now uh, with the. Uh, <laughs> I've got my woman, and, and by the way, for my wife at home, I'm assuming I'm single at this point. By the way. Yes. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. So I I got a woman. I've got a full kitchen. Um, let me throw. I got three more points coming. Okay, to get me to 27. If I got a woman and I'm in there. I better have a tub and hygiene products because you're going to be awful gamey. Yes. So you're already at 27. I know. Both at 27. I'm at 22. Okay. I added in the drugs. We're all so we're all at 27 here. Are you just you're sticking with 30? I'm going to stick with 30. Yeah. So you only have three more points to spend. Can can I clarify one thing though? I'm going to give this is my number one list, but I had an option B as well. Okay. And I'll tell you about that before we before we wrap this segment. So I just like my mom. I was talking to my mom about this before, Mm -hmm. and she was like, uh, "You know, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get the internet. I'm going to go to online college. I'm going to read every book I can." She took a completely different approach than I would. I'm basically down there. Like I said, this is a vacation. (laughs) Ten years, no responsibility. I'm watching everything I can watch. I'm trying every drug I can try. I'm doing everything I can down there. I'm, uh, it's going to be a fun 10 years. You said that earlier about it being a vacation, and the first thing that popped in my head, in these 10 years are, like, your bills and, you know, all the real-life stuff, like, frozen for 10 years. Because if you're down there, you know, not worried about making money and stuff like that, it, it would change things. You know what I mean? If if you got to keep worrying about your everyday duties or whatever, your, your everyday life stuff, then it, it would change the way I would approach this. I would. Basically, you're, in, you're, out, you're away from the world for 10 years. 
Okay. Unless you get a phone, you're not going to have contact with anyone. You're not going to have any jobs to do. No outside. No outside bills. Yes. Nothing. You're, all you have to worry about is make right. lasting those ten years, and then you get your money at the end. Okay. So we're all at twenty-seven here. Can I just like is Barry Bonds like that? crazy to maybe want him in there like i just the way i think about it you're telling me that if you just sat there okay so first off let me throw this on the table i'm gonna have the workout room with the weights the treadmill the basketball court and the batting cage so that's five points that puts me at 32 so i'm at 32 right now with three points left but like something that just i kind of think would be awesome like get barry bonds in there with me you know but that's seven points if you have the batting cage the thing with yeah you got the batting cage with barry bonds i'm leaving there i'm making 330 million in the mlb learning from barry bonds for 10 years in that batting cage plus just watching him take a few cuts that's worth that might be worth a few points alone watching him like just take batting practice i mean wouldn't that just be like entertainment in itself no interest for me no interest for Uh, me another thing (laughs) after after you know the first day or two of watching him take some cuts it'd probably be like God, I got this for the next the, 10 and years another th- I could have Barry Bonds is not in my basement. Video games. Another thing that would that would worry me is if I did have Barry Bonds in the basement with me with with a girl. I mean, <laughs> who, who's the odd man out there? Who's the odd man out there? I mean, he's he's a world-class athlete. Right. So, that's, that's something else you got to worry you about. You may need to add the gun. Just to piggyback off of what Ted said, I would definitely take the 3 points for the hygiene products and jacuzzi because i don't know i like to be clean i guess i mean if you have a woman down there you're gonna go 10 years without washing up jacuzzi bathtub would be kind of fun with the companion yeah i I don't i mean guys for three points like yeah yeah, take the jacuzzi bathtub matt basically what i'm your life sounds probably like the worst 10 years of my life Okay, you have a you have a microwave. You have the stock. You have the stocks. I mean, you're going first off. You're going into the stocks with absolutely no knowledge. You don't have it like the library where you could maybe learn from it. Like you have no source of entertainment whatsoever. Uh, I've got I've got my female companion. And yeah, I've, okay. I still got true. five points to spend. You don't know what else I'm going to do. Okay, so you got five points left. Where where are you leaning? Uh, I wanted to hear what you guys had to say. Well, I'll jump in. I've got uh, what do I got? Twenty seven points. You have three points left if you say, I know. say in a thirty. Do I get do I get a bonus for only using twenty nine? I'm no, joking. I'm joking. It's, I, it's, no. I, I, I'm using a timeout in a basketball Yeah, game. no, just, I, I kind of threw right. that out there just hoping. But I, I think I would just add uh, satellite radio for two points. So I got me my woman. I can eat. I'm going to be nice and clean. And I got a little diversion on satellite radio. Your brain, uh, like we've mentioned on the pod before, you just will sit there and listen to the radio. So I could picture you for ten years, never like changing the station. And I don't look at the I don't look this FM. look at this either as like a, a ten year vacation. I look at it as a ten year reward, getting the ten million dollars for surviving. That's how I look at it. So Matt, your plan is you're just gonna you're gonna be the Wolf of Wall Street on the stock market. Yeah, because I, I think the way I'm leaning. Kind of just how I have it laid out right now. I would take, I've still got five points to play with. I would take the four points for the library, every book, and then I would take the one point with the pool table. There's okay. my fun. I've got a pool table. I'm going to be a pool shark when I leave. And I've got my books because you're making fun of my choice with the stock market. So I'm going to teach myself how to invest like Jordan Belfort and all those guys. Nice. Ton of other stuff. That makes sense. Out okay. a pool shark, I'm going to come out a literary genius too. So let me just can I ask why you decided on the pool table, which was one point, over the gun with three bullets? Because I don't know, have you guys ever like held a gun and fired a gun? You only have three bullets, but it, I mean, it's pretty. It's like you'll never feel like more of a man than when you just fire. A gun. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what the gun would do in the basement unless you're going to, you know, do away with yourself or something or or shoot Bo- Barry Bonds. I mean, what's the gun for with three bullets in the basement? Probably pretty more much like. That. If you have, yeah, to shoot someone or yourself, I guess, if you end up going crazy. Celebrate every few years uh, just, just to fire around. Oh, you gonna you going to take the gun? 
No, I mean, it depends on where I'm at. <laughs> I'm currently at 32. I have three points left. Uh, can I just say, you, Matt, you're going to probably weigh 400 pounds when you leave this basement. <laughs> Same thing with you, well, Ted. You have no I, workout. So, like oh, I no. said, I'm, I'm able to choose the meals. So, I'm not, like I said, I'm not eating Hungry Man's and Hot Pockets and stuff like that. I'm using the microwave to eat some, some lean meals, and I've got – the companion that, you know, we'll work out together. We'll be workout warriors together. And we've got the library where we can teach ourselves some new workout methods and diets. And you know, I'm like kind of surprised so, for you guys, a couple of, of family men, that you're not going to have the cell phone so that you can have contact with your family. Ted, you have, you have grandchildren. You wouldn't like to see them on FaceTime, you know, see how they're progressing. Well, I'm just, I'm actually, I went into this thinking I'm totally by myself. I'm not thinking of family <laughs> matters. I'm not thinking of any of that stuff. I'm just thinking this is Ted the sports guy in the basement for 10 years. So, yeah, because we already threw out that you're you're single. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. That, so I have no family to worry I, about. Like, I thought for sure I had this shoot in as a picture of yours, all movies and TV shows. That sounds like your personal, like, heaven. Like, <laughs> like when you die and hopefully you, you go to heaven, like, that kind of sounds like what's going to be waiting for you, like Heaven's Gates. Just like a, a giant, like, movie theater with Sopranos and right. Office reruns waiting for you. Well, well, like I told you, I, I've got two options. And I'm going with the option that I just laid out with the, with the female companionship, okay? But... Keep in mind, I'm the oldest of us. How much more time am I going to really need female companionship when you look at the big picture in life? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you my option B, and you can tell me what you think about this. Okay, I'm going to still take the full kitchen. I am going to take cable TV, you know, for seven points. I'm going to take a skylight for two points. I'm going to take the tub and hygiene, three more points. I'm going to take unlimited drugs for five. I'm going to have the library for four and the cell phone. For one day a week, that's three points. That's a total of thirty. The thing with the cell phone, I feel like that would almost depress you. Maybe. Like, hey, what, what's up? What's new with you, Ted? Ah, oh, well, I just uh, finished Sopranos for the eighth time. <laughs> it's like, oh, and then like the person you're like fit talking to, oh, I got, I'm in like the Bahamas right now. Like, uh, it's a beautiful sunny day out right now. March. I'm, I'm just scanning the list for another three pointer that I could substitute it, and they 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 got you. I mean, I could do a high def camera what the hell would i do with that the way i now this is maybe this is something that maybe matt would think about you get a high def camera you you record like a documentary of yourself sell it when you get out a life of guy in the basement for 10 years oh ooh. another way to make money when you get out mm -hmm. that's pretty good right there yep does anyone is anyone interested in like a workshop like this might be the worst choice on the entire board a full model train set complete warehouse <laughs> sized room to build it i will say this though have you ever done like a puzzle talk about a great like time filler a puzzle i kind of see like and have you ever seen those videos of just like a giant train set they're kind of cool yeah you know, i mean that doesn't bring up any nostalgia for you not really i mean not, not to put not to put in my basement for 10 years i mean it'd be all right it'd get pretty boring I, i'm happy with uh tv and uh cable you know I'm happy. If I, that can that Did can you tie say by time. Up. You wanted unlimited booze in your plan B. I had unlimited drugs because I like I was kind of on the fence. They're both five points, right? And I was kind of on the fence, but then I was like thinking about it. Can you imagine having a hangover in like just a basement, no sunlight, right. just like your your head just throbbing? That might be the worst experience you could ever have in your life. No, I'd go with my lettuce down there every day, man. I'd be chilling out. Let me let me recap. <laughs> I kind of got lost in a train of thought. Okay, so I have the unlimited fast food for four points. Female companionship, 18 points. Workout room with basketball court, 5 points. So that puts me at 27. And then I'm going to go with the, the TV uh, with all cable package. God, but then I'm not going to be able to get the drugs, am I? No. 
You have to be sober. You know what? I'm going to have to get rid of the drugs. <laughs> I'm going to go TV with all cable packages. So I got my sports. Mark Madness is going on. When when Matt's sitting there just reading a book uh, in his study <laughs> and looking at the st- at stock market, I'm going to be watching March Madness in March coming up quick. Cannot wait to talk about it on this podcast. I'm going to have HBO included, which, Ted, I know that's just kind of a given to you. That's a that's, given, yeah. That's a awesome for me. That's something I've never had. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. It is. <laughs> and ba- basically, I'm just going to have your TV set up. That's basically what I'm going to have in this basement. <laughs> then, and then I'm going to have the gun. God, I worry about you with that gun. <laughs> but it's just—I mean, I got one point. It's either that or like my, Matt said, a pool table. I don't know. I'm horrible at pool, and I can't stand pool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The gun with Jared worries me if he's sitting there watching March Madness and Michigan <laughs> State. Michigan State wins the national championship, yeah, and Michigan gets bounced true. in the first round or something. Well, if you have that gun too, maybe you're at that gun. Nobody's saying that that female companion's gonna, you know. Stick stick with you the whole time, and she has access to that gun too, right? That is like with ten years with anyone, you could be with anyone for ten years, and it would probably you're gonna get sick of each other. Right. It could be your best friend in the world, and just ten years in a basement. Oh, it's better than not having one, though. That's the, something yeah. that that's Matt would have a, a, an advantage over us. Matt likes the you know uh, good girls uh, shows, uh, like the <laughs> new girl, Hill, the new girls. <laughs> new he girl. likes those shows, so. That he would have somebody to watch a lot of shows with him, where we might run into a problem. Where I no, well, no, wait a minute. Now I got to throw this right back at you too. Might he might like those kind of shows, but uh, you're a big fan of uh, chick flicks. So what's the difference? Rom coms are I like them, but I'm not going to sit there and watch. Like they're actually good. If a rom com is a good movie, it's a good movie. I'm not going to. I'm going to look past. But the what's girl what's the difference between that and a good TV show? That's that's like that. I mean, are we what's call, the difference? Are we calling New Girl a good TV show now? I, I'm on Matt's side on that one. I like that show. It's just, I, I, I'm just I mean, giving you my I'm, honest I'm the opinion. Monkey, I'm the monkey in the middle here. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. That's just my thought. <laughs> Can I? Here's a hypothetical. So they have Barry Bonds on this list. I'm guessing that this was probably made in 2007, 2008 when he was one of the most famous athletes around. Okay. Who, if you had to pick one athlete to live in a basement with for 10 years, who do you? Th- who comes to your head, Matt? <sighs> do you honestly think that you would live with Kobe Bryant for 10 years? No, because again, I would use this as a way to knock out two birds with one stone. I would pick someone like. Okay, can you forget about the whole? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's, that's not how it goes. No, no. Give him credit, man. Matt, I'm impressed. You're analytical here. I like the way you've yeah. been thinking on this list. Oh, man, I'm blanking on her name. She's like the most famous U.S. soccer player, Alex Morgan. Oh. Yeah. So like someone like Alex Morgan, I would take her because I get my. You know, you, like you said, you're athlete and you get your female companion. That's fair. Does anyone does like the kitten or puppy for six points? Is that? I mean, a dog is your best friend. A dog, a dog, a dog barking in a basement, the echoes like off the walls, that would get pretty annoying. If it wasn't six points, that's that's a lot of points to give up. I think. The thing that I worry about is, I mean, have we all seen I Am Legend where Will Smith has to kill his dog? Like, I mean, it's you're in there for ten years. Oh no, you just you ruined another that... one that I haven't seen. It's how many years old now? <laughs> ten years old. You haven't seen I Am Legend? It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, I will check it out someday. Um, it that's. Like one of those on TNT, you'll probably be able to turn on TNT tonight and it'll be on. Uh, yeah. But like a kid, they're probably, I mean, you got to count that it's going to last 10 years. Imagine like how year nine, okay, your dog dies. Oh, and then what do you do? I mean, talk about it, depression. It'd be like when Wilson floats away from Tom Hanks and <laughs> cast away. Yeah, good point. I like that. All right, so do you have your your total? Yeah, I, I'm I'm maxed out at 35. You want me to do I'll another quick mine? recap? Okay, so I got the unlimited fast food uh, for four points. Um, I got a female companion for 18. That leaves me at 22. I have the workout room and basketball court five points. I'm so I currently, for those who don't know, terrible basketball player. Can't uh, I'm, I brick shots? Cannot shoot. But I'm leaving this this basement with a jumper wet as water. 
<laughs> I, you're, I'm going to be able to shoot like Nick Stiles just make like 100 threes in a row. Okay. I'm going to go with the TV cable, uh, TV with all cable packages for seven points. And then just because I have one point left, uh, I'm going with the, the gun as well. All right. Well, I'm going to recap my option A because I'm going to go with the woman for 18, full kitchen six. Uh, tub and hygiene products, three points, and the satellite radio. And then just to comment quickly on your workout room, I, I think that's cool, that's good, but I just I would go old school and do push-ups and set-ups. All right, how about you, Matt? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the first thing I thought with the workout room is, you know, you could just go old school, yeah, and push-ups, sit-ups, and, you know, whatever else you can find around the, the basement. I'm going, like I said, I'm, I'm taking the, the 5 mil instead of the 10 mil to get my 35 points, and then I'm quickly turning that around, taking the stock market, getting my money up front, and I'm going to turn that $5 million into $40 million or something like that. So I've taken the stock market, taken the companion. I'm microwaving my food for 10 years. I've got the jacuzzi so we can be nice and clean and, you know, hang out in the jacuzzi when we want. The library so we can teach ourselves about the stock market and everything else. And then the pool table to have a little fun. Not bad. Can I throw – you have satellite radio as your entertainment. Mm. Can I throw a hypothetical out there? Okay, so you're five. You're lonely, extremely lonely at this point. You know, you're just feeling down at dumps. Fleetwood Mac, like, landslide comes on. Like, what What do you do then? I hope the gun isn't around. <laughs> I mean, I, like, are you just going to have to take that risk? Is, is that not going to affect Wait, you? back that up again. <laughs> what, what did you how, – how did you set that up? You're, so you're lonely. You know, so you're I'm five. Lonely. you got five more years in this, yeah, in this yeah, damn yeah. basement. Okay. Okay, you're getting sick. You know, you're just you're a little bit depressed as it is. Okay. You, you turn to your only source of entertainment. You turn on the radio. And it's landslide by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I would, I would thank God I didn't have my gun. How about that? <laughs> That's fair. We might have to put a poll up and have people vote on who's list. The fact that you're going with a thirty yeah. and for ten million, obviously, if you can make it through, right. On paper, your list is going to look a lot worse than ours, I think. I think so, too. And I, I like the way you guys went with your 35. And, again, I really like Matt's uh, strategic uh, plan with the stock market and studying up on books. So, you know, it's interesting. That's why we have the three of us here on this podcast, and it's a little bit different of a pod here tonight. And we definitely want to get some of our listener input right here at Three Point Podcast. They can they can tweet us. They can follow us on uh, Facebook or Instagram, and it's all at Three Point Pod, right? Yeah, let us know what you guys uh, think was maybe something that we left off those big snub I'm, I'm just gonna say one last thought on this video games any video game ever for four points probably my biggest snub because i know how much how enjoyable they can be mm-hmm. and i know how much of a time filler they are like i've had friends ted this will probably blow your mind you probably will not be able to comprehend this i've had friends who have spent over a hundred days playing like just one call of duty game oh my god yes i i could not comprehend that that's amazing it, it is a time suck. You mean like 100 days straight? 100 days. Like like when you play Call of Duty, it logs like how long you've been on the game. Oh, right, 100 right. days, Matt. I don't know if we got up to 100 days. I would, I'd would i be curious to go back and look. But we used to play Call of Duty a lot in college. We would uh, get together and, you know, you could play online with your friends. And, you know, we'd get together and have some drinks and, and play Call of Duty for a good four or five hours sometimes. But I don't know about 100 days. That's quite a bit. Well, we got a few other things we're going to get into here on this special pod. Let's keep this thing moving along. What do you think? Sounds good. All right. Before we move to the next topic Jared's going to tee up for us, I want to, again, thank our brand-new partner, Advanced Elevator Company. They feature world-class field technicians, including installation, service, and repair of elevators. An area business leader with membership in the Shiawassee Regional Chamber of Commerce. They're proud supporters of the Corona Public Schools. And the team at Advanced Elevators says, Good luck, Lady Cavaliers, in your quest for a girls' basketball district championship. 
All right, Jared, what 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 else do you have us next? So for us next? the one this one came to me just when I was watching The Sopranos. You know, you watch that movie, Matt. I don't think you've watched it, but we talked about it on the pad pod before. But just that friend group that Tony Soprano has, you know, with Christopher and Polly and all those guys. You just you just think like, man, I would love to hang out in that crew. But then I really thought about it, okay, and I thought if I'm hanging out with the Soprano crew. Like I don't think I mix that well with their like their dynamic. I mean, obviously, where you got to go out kill guys or you got to be a tough guy. That's for sure. If you if you you go if you're uh, weak, you're gonna be like big pussy. So what does yeah? So what does led me to some people who haven't seen that show? That comment was probably so wild. Oh yeah, it's it's a (laughs) name. name. It's the name of a character. (laughs) So anyway, the the to keep in the in the gist of the three point podcast, I kind of thought we should put out our top three friend groups from TV shows and movies that we would most want to be a part of. Oh, so like I said. At first thought, I thought the Sopranos, they would be number one on my list without question. But then I thought about it. And the way I viewed it was like, how do I mix in with these guys? You know, if you put me in with the Sopranos where they're running a mob mob family, I'm running to the, the, to the FBI like first second I get. And I'm like snitching on them, but what happens to the snitches in that show? You get a, you get killed and you get a rat shoved in your mouth. Yeah, they either get they either get whacked or you're gonna have to go. What do they call it when you go undercover and have a whole new identity? Witness protection program. That's it. Go. Witness protection. protection. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I guess that. So I guess that's the way I, I approach this. So do you guys want me to give me maybe give my three through one or my three, and then we can kind of go snake draft? Yeah, not well. You can. I only go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So my number three, and this is a, this is a movie from your generation, Ted. Okay. Uh. The Stand By Me crew. Are we all familiar with this movie? The kid, 10-year-olds, they go on an adventure. Yep. Uh, they find a dead body. Matt, are you familiar with it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic movie. <laughs> so, I, that was going to be on my list. There are a lot of, I they're considered a bunch of, they're a bunch of outcasts. They're kind of depressing. Uh, you got Brunt Jerry. O- be a dead body. Yeah, you got Jerry O'Connell as uh, a fat He's Jerry electric O'Connell. on E right now, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they're just a bunch of outcasts. I really think I'd fit in with them. And there's just something about being a kid and going on an adventure that just it, it gets your blood flowing. That's kind of a you know on Netflix, of course. Uh, what is it? Stranger Things. It's kind of the same kind of crew, isn't it? Yeah, very. That 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 one was a snub on my list. I should have probably included them, but I left them off. Snub. I'll throw one on here. It's from the movie, uh, and this one, this is almost totally identical to my old neighborhood gang uh the sandlot guys Mm -hmm. i think that's a great crew to run with you know and it was basically like i said almost identical to my my gang in our neighborhood we had the worstel brothers we had a duke we had a baby ruth and and i I, frankly i was the benny of our group i was i was the baseball (laughs) superstar of course you were (laughs) what a comment that was what was your guys record that's me baby that would be a fun group to run with just because Especially if you went like in that era. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I didn't live back then, Ted. You you know more about it, but like, you know, where you just go to each other's house and you know you don't have to worry about curfews really. You just come home when the streetlights come on. You know, you always hear that. And yeah, that'd be a really fun crew to run with. Counterpoint: You're all playing summer. baseball all damn day. Baseball. Counterpoint back. There's nothing wrong with like, that. It's not even like uh, baseball. It'd be They're incredible. not. They have like nine guys. It's like they're taking back and batting practice all day. You, you ever think about that when you watch that movie? Well, of course I, I. I told you, Jared. I lived that. That's what we did. Every we had a ball field. You know the at my parents' house, right? Yes. To the south, where that that that, that two story house is, mm-hmm. that wasn't there. Our ball field was that sandlot there. That's so, where we played so to, baseball every so single to day. So kind of explain to the listeners that might not know where you live, you had a, a nice little brick house. Yep. You guys used to dr- paint a little strike zone on the side of it, correct? No, no, no. We had a full baseball diamond with a backstop where that house was. We used to hit balls. Uh, we, we used to bat towards <laughs> towards the football field. If you hit it over the road in the ditch, as a home run, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was if you watch the sandlot, 
I'm telling you, that was my childhood Can, in the mid '60s. No, I'm not trying to be like mean about this. No, I you be however know. you want to be. What was your guys' record like in high school? In what baseball? Yes, we were conference champions my freshman year. How about <laughs> That's that? That's not your crew. That's not your crew. Well, I was on the team. Well, your senior year. Senior year, we were. You know, we were probably 500. We had a decent team. We we had one of our star players got kicked off about five five games to go, or we might have won the conference championship. We had a good baseball team. What made you think we didn't have a good baseball team? I, I'm just curious. I don't know. So five, Matt, maybe you can be the mediator here. A 500 baseball team is a good baseball team nowadays. Uh, I didn't I say mean, good, but I mean we weren't losers. If you're in a good conference. You know, maybe you're For, just in a good conference. And, when you know, when you call yourself Benny the Jet Rodriguez and you claim that you played baseball day and night, I, I think you should be a little better than 500 when, when the lights are the brightest. Uh, I was talking individual, by the way, not team. <laughs> and I was talking Sandlot, by the way, not varsity baseball. Let's get it straight. That, okay. that, that would definitely be a cool one. Did you guys see, by the way, that they're – this is a little off topic, but they're – Bringing that back, and they're going to do a TV show. Yeah, and it's going to take place in like 1984 or something. Yeah, that ought to be pretty cool with this with the original cast. Yeah, that'll be interesting to throw one out, and then we can yeah keep going with our our list. Um, the one that I have that Jared's going to love. I said the new girl. I think oh, it would be goodness. awesome to be a part of their friend group. That's a great crew. Yeah, it, the friend group is cool. You know, Schmidt is awesome. Schmidt and Nick Miller, they're they're hilarious. But the one thing that I that really makes me like want to be a part of their friend group. Their apartment that they live in in L.A. is is awesome. It's like right downtown L.A. It's an awesome loft. Uh, that's like one of the main reasons I'd want to be a part of that friend group. But yeah, the, the new girl friend group. Can I just make a prediction? Do you have friends anywhere on your group or on anywhere on your list, Matt? I'll be honest. I was thinking about it <laughs> and I, I left them off just because I did come up with a couple better options. They were honorable mention. For, I definitely on mine. thought about it. Okay, uh, so my number two. I think this might be on everyone's list. Uh, the most tavern crew on The Simpsons. Uh, they're lazy. All they do is drink beer. For some reason, that Duff beer on The Simpsons looks like probably the tastiest drink ever made. You got Lenny, Carl, Moe, Homer, Barney, Gumble. Duff Man makes frequent appearances. Duff Man! Oh, yeah. It's just what a crew that is. I mean, I, I, Simpsons, I grew up watching The Simpsons. Probably shaped my brain in a positive or negative way, however you want to look at it. Uh, I just love that crew. I would spend day and night at that bar with them guys. i got to give you credit for that one. I never thought of that one. That's a, per- that's a pretty good crew. I like it. Decent one. Yeah. I would say my, uh, and I, I didn't pick three total from movies and TV. I got one that's more of a celebrity hang. I'll tell you about that one last. But my next one is from the TV show The Crew at uh, Patty's Pub in Philly, sunny in Philadelphia. I love that crew. You got Dennis, Sweet D, Charlie Mack, and uh, Frank. I mean, they're up to hijinks all the time. They're kind of like dicks, though. They are. They are, but it, they'd be fun to hang with. Okay. And they always pretty much come out clean at the end. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They always come out clean, and they're always into like something like really random. Right. Like It's not just something that you would think of every day. They, they'd be fun to run with, and they own a bar. So. Exactly. How about you, Matt? This definitely for my generation, uh, the Saved by the Bell crew. The main reason... One, I mean, the girls are, I mean, those are some, like, legendary girls, Kelly Kapowski and Lisa Turtle and, you know, Jesse. But they run that high school. I mean, the Mr. Belding, the principal, lets them get away with whatever they want. They are the most popular kids in the high school. They're the stars of all the sports teams. They basically run the, the local restaurant, the Max. You know, that friend group can basically do whatever they want, and they, they run that high school in that town. So the crew from uh, Saved by the Bell. Now, now, I'm not super familiar with Saved by the Bell. Ted, you had some a couple daughters that are kind of Matt's age. Maybe you kind of casually tuned into a couple of episodes. Yeah. I'm more of a, like, uh, save, uh, not Saved by the Bell, uh, Boy Meets World and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Those are kind of my 90s shows. Those are yeah, good those, shows. Those are great. And actually, the 
uh, Boy Meets World, I was thinking about putting them on the list. But they're a little too, like, you can't be with Topanga because it's Corey and Topanga, and then, like, you know, that, that's kind of the crew right there. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. It's true. Uh, that was kind of, like, half the appeal of that entire group was uh, Topanga Lawrence, but that's true. Uh, so is it my, am I up for number Your one? Your pick. Here? Yeah, number so one. my number one, uh, the Swingers crew. Vince Vaughn, John Favreau. The reason that this is a great crew is because you get to have Vince Vaughn as Trent as your wingman. I'm telling you what, that guy could deliver the goods to anyone out there. You could be the the loneliest, loserest guy. He's gonna he's gonna help you out as a wingman. So pretty much for that reason alone, I'm signing up for the Swingers crew. Swingers and number I mean, one. They hang out in Vegas. They hit up the bars. They go to Los Angeles. It's it's just an awesome time with those guys. I think you'll like my number one too. Even though it's technically not a movie or, or a TV crew. I'll give you that in just one second, but I, I did want to throw this out there. I ran this quiz to my wife today when we were driving over to the to uh, the restaurant for breakfast, and uh, her crew, she took the Mary Tyler Moore crew, and I could see that. You know, that, that would be a fun crew, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Have you seen that, I don't Jared? want to make you feel really old. I have no clue. I've heard the name before. I've heard the Mary Tyler Moore show before. I'm sure Matt at least can relate it. a little bit, can't you? You've seen it in reruns? I think I've seen a couple. Oh, there's the generation <laughs> gap right there. No, that's all right, but that's what's her pick. This is another one. She I, she ran a movie at me, The Wizard of Oz Crew. You know, Scarecrow, oh, uh, Tin I Man. I that movie. That's the worst movie ever made. <laughs> I wouldn't it's go that underrated. far. I, that, well, I don't know about underrated, but that movie's actually pretty cool. That's one of the greatest movies ever made. You guys are, I mean, it is. Dropping some college knowledge on you guys. This might have to be a new segment, by the way. Uh, that was not the first movie that was in color. A lot of people believe it was. No, But it was wasn't. the first to use a tri-color Like wheel. Technicolor. Yes, Technicolor. Bingo. <laughs> Maybe right. you're not, you might know more than I do. <laughs> I am t- Mr. Tedertainment. Remember now. There you go. That's true. You got me. <laughs> All right. Here's my, here's my number one. And like I said, it's a little bit off the list, but I'm going to call it a celebrity hang. I would love to hang with the Rat Pack. I, 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 didn't wanna, I didn't want to steal your thunder, but I knew that Frank was going Sinatra, you know, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. I mean, can you imagine hanging with them in the 1950s and 60s in, you know, brand new Las Vegas, and they were the kings of the town, and all the chicks that uh, they were partying with every single night? Call me a part of the Rat Pack. The thing that worries me about that crew, yeah. they were. Uh, Slightly racist to Sammy Davis Jr. I don't know if you've ever watched like the roast of Sammy Davis Jr. It, it's some nasty stuff. Yeah, I don't think he took it that way though. But you know, it was it was a different time. I mean, I I won't condone exactly what they said, but it was a different time. He he was okay with it. So if he's okay with it, that's fair. What can you do? I mean, if there's if there's a city that you know, if you could be a part of a crew that runs a city, I think Vegas would be that city, and they were that crew. Oh, like, they ran said, that, especially back then. You know, before. For social media and everything, like, you know, there weren't cell phones taking video of everything you did. You could basically get away with anything. Marilyn Monroe. Oh, man. That'd be be a good one. So this is a super niche, uh, and this might be dragging on a bit here. This is a super niche uh, comment here. But I remember we went to go see, like, a Dean Martin impersonator, Ted. Our family did. Okay. A family reunion. Yeah. And I just remember one of his jokes. It stuck with me forever. He was, like, a famous, like, dirty joke guy, right? Right, right. He said, like, yeah, his wife let her, like, put, like, uh, shackles on him or whatever he's like yeah I, she said like do whatever you want to me he's like I, I went to a baseball game that don't me as like an eight-year-old I, I thought that was the funniest thing i've ever heard it's kind of stupid looking back on it it was kind of dumb telling that story yeah kind of an inside joke the the, the the reunion he's talking about the feature act was a guy that went by the name of the blonde elvis so <laughs> picture that man elvis, huh? yeah all right what do, you, what do you got number one matthew uh my last one not necessarily number one i just had a, a list of three but 
similar to Jared bringing up Swingers with Vince Vaughn's character being the best wingman, I picked the How I Met Your Mother crew with mm-hmm. Barney just because he's like, if, if Vince Vaughn's not the best wingman, Barney would probably be the best wingman to have. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the show, Ted. I'm sure Jared has. but Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah, good good show. I mean, you're in New York City. They've got their same thing as uh, talking about the new girl, their apartments and where they live in New York City is awesome. And, uh, yeah, they just seem like they'd be fun to party with, and especially because of Barney. Yeah, I, I watched every one of those episodes. Do they ever explain how he met their mother? They do at the, the, the finale. I can't remember what it was, but they did explain it. Well, yeah, you end up the, the whole last season. Like, she's in the whole last season, basically. Right. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, wrapping up this category, I would just say I have honorable mention, like you said, the obvious one, Friends. I mean, they would be fun to hang with. you got to admit it. And, you know, you got Jennifer Aniston. What the hell? And then uh, Seinfeld, the Seinfeld gang. That would be fun. That'd be fun. I had uh, the Hangover crew. That was honorable mention on my list as well, Matt. But the thing honorable is, mention, yeah. Phil, Allen, you know, Stu, Doug. And you got to add in Mike Tyson, too. But I think, like, Allen would piss me off in real life like do you agree like i mean you get roofied imagine if your friend roofied you do you think you'd ever talk to him again i've been roofied not by a friend have you really what? that's a that's a whole that's a whole different story but uh but yeah if a friend did that it would be kind of that's a wild happened. i mean if it turned into a good night you know it might not be a bad thing but we'll save that, that story yeah, that's, that's a that's a whole another we might have to dive deep into that one that that might go with the madison square garden experience i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, hey, we're rolling along, and I think we keep this thing going, guys. This is a lot of fun. So I'm loving, and you guys kind of put this on me. You put it on my shoulders. Get some, get some questions for us to throw. Around. Right. So here's one that I think would be really interesting. Keep it sports. Well, can you hold it for one yeah, second? Go ahead. I just want to. You're talking about sports. I want to again thank our friends over at Rivals Tap House and Grill. That's the official sports bar of Three Point Podcast. March Madness is coming up. Head on over to Rivals Tap House and Grill. Check out the action on their 21 flat screens and 120 inch gigantic screen. I stopped in there last. Friday for the first of the month party, and they feature dollar brews and $5 burgers. On March 9th, hey, got the big Michigan State-Michigan game, part two. You know, we might touch on that at the end of the show. And also, stay tuned for upcoming specials, including the annual St. Paddy's Day party at Rivals Tap House and Grill. The thing that I love about Rivals is, I don't know if you saw it on, uh, I actually recently just had this, the ham roll-up pizza. I mean, they're, they're not Ooh. just giving you your typical, you know, burger and fries, that, that, which are delicious there, by the way, but they also kind of expand your horizons when it comes to food. And I tell you what, I can't recommend that pizza enough. I have to ask, what what is a ham roll-up pizza? Oh, my. Is it just like a ham roll-up on top of a pizza? It's like, so you get your, you know, you, you dice up some ham, spread it ac- across the top of the pizza. You got your cream cheese on it, like kind of like a pizza sauce. And then you have, is it celery? What is like that goes in the middle? Is it, It's a green onion, correct? It's green onion, yeah. It's just delicious oh. pizza. So the top three sports teams that you would want to be a part of. So let me just throw this out. I'm going to jump all the way to my number one because I'm so, I, it was the smartest thing I ever came up. Okay. I, I, Ted, you get mad at me a lot. I like to make fun of the 1950s a lot. I'm going to go all the way back to the 1950s and I'm going to join uh, George Mikan's team. <laughs> because he, one, he was a horse, but two, as I met noted just earlier on this podcast, I'm not a good basketball player, but you drop me off in those 1950s, I'm going to be the logo of the NBA. I'm going to be Jerry West back in those days. I'm going to dominate. What did you guys think? Well, when you said the 50s, I thought you might have been stealing one of mine. I'll throw – I've got oh, this out of you I've got three. i got three, and I'm going to go in no particular order, but I'll, I'll stick with the 50s. The, the crew of the 50s and 60s Yankees with uh, Mickey Mantle, Yogi Berra, Whitey Ford, and hanging out with Billy Martin. I mean, that is a fun crew. So the 50 and 60s yeah. Yeah, that, that was my number two. Just I hate baseball, but you talk about being the king of the world. Oh and man! Playing ba- like baseball back in the 1950s, honestly, like it would be awesome. You see, like those stadiums, the we like the old Tiger stadiums. Right. Like you're right on top of the action, just like in Wrigley Field. Those stadiums are cool, and just playing baseball was cool in the 1950s. And baseball was king. 
baseball was king then. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, Matt. Especially if you're a part of the Yankees. I mean, similar to your Rat Pack pick yep. for your friend group, that, it would be the same thing for playing with the Yankees. I had, I got a little. I mean, you guys are going to probably laugh, but my fandom comes out a little bit. But I, did, I would honestly pick this team, probably even if I wasn't a Michigan fan. But I would want to be a part of the Fab Five for a number of reasons. One, because you know, Michigan fan, but because they're like icons they changed the game they changed like basketball culture they did the impact they had on so many different areas of you know sports or you know the culture or whatever is huge so because of that but also those i mean if you were part of the fab five you could probably walk around ann arbor or anywhere in michigan and get whatever you want you know i don't know bar restaurant or whatever i guess you're not of age so probably not you know you can't walk in any Mm -hmm. bar but you know like being a part of that team i think would be pretty legendary the thing that comes to my mind when you say that so we've all have we all heard about like the famous scrimmage that happened when the Fab Five right. first arrived on yeah, college. Yeah. You know, they yeah. kind of separated the old geezers and the Fab Five. They kicked their five. ass. Matt, I hate to say it, I think that when those teams get divided, you're going to be on the team with Rob Palinka. <laughs> and it was basically two teams. Like, they were divided into two teams. It was the Fab Five and it was kind of the rest of the guys. That's kind of what was one of their downfalls, really what it ended up being. They weren't super close-knit group. Right. So I don't know if that would be as fun as you think it would be, Matt. That would be kind of fun to be a part of the rock star feel of it, though, wouldn't that, you think? That's kind of more where I was going. I, I'm, I'm seeing myself as a six man coming off the bench uh but i the, the rock star feel of being a part of the fab five there are no wrong answers here but let's go to the second <laughs> so one my, so i'll just I, i'll give my last one that i had the los angeles lakers back in in oh, showtime lakers. lakers that's I a good mean, one you talk about being in la at the right time with magic and that whole crew that that's a lot of fun not only you're winning basketball games and probably just having a blast on the court with the way they play just tempo and everything but you're also just gonna have fun in LA. Oh my God! All the all the fun after the game. Unless you're, have you guys, you guys know like AC Green though, the Iron Virgin. Right. <laughs> he probably didn't have it. Not as much fun. Not as much fun as the others. Is that, was that on your list, Matt? That that was gonna be. Uh, but I kind of went with. And I've got it. It's kind of like a bunch of different teams, but it's like, well, you'll see what I'm gonna say. I'd want to be a part of the dream teams, either the '92 dream team or the 2008-2012 redeem teams who I think could beat the 92 Dream Team, but that's a different discussion. But I would want to be a part of those teams. One, because of the same as the Fab Five, just like legendary players, legendary teams, you know, all-timers. But also because, like, especially that 92 team when they went over to Barcelona and then the the redeemed teams when they went to, I think it was China and then London. You You could probably walk around those Olympics wherever they're at, and you are just, like, gods almost you know walking around especially that 92 team walking around i mean you could literally get away with anything you wanted probably on those teams and meet anyone you want talk to anyone you want get whatever you want you know whatever so being on those dream teams and redeem teams would be. i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna tip my cat to you matt that's a great pick that i didn't think of and like you said they were literally rock stars like i've heard like stories like charles barkley you would have thought he was like the coolest guy in the world there there was only one guy who could walk around and not be recognized, and that was John Stockton. Just he's he's so right. Small, he's why he doesn't look like a star basketball player. No, that is a good pick, and man, you can't you can't fault that one at all. I've got two other ones. I'm going to just throw out there in no particular order again. Another baseball one, 1970s Oakland A's. Do you guys know much about them? They won three straight World Championships. They were they were wild. They had the first colorful uniforms. All these nicknames. You know, they had Reggie Jackson on that team, Catfish Hunter. I mean. The, the A's of the 70s were just a, a tremendous crew. And then my number one probably, one of the best teams that I, I love for all time, the Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. would love to be a part of the Bad Boys. I was going to put that on there too. That, that'd be pretty cool. That, they're good. Bill Ambeer, he kind of seems like the type of guy where he's on your team, he's your, he's your best friend. Absolutely. So I can't fault that pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. And we're all from Detroit. We love the Bad Boys. Yeah. 
Yeah, the last one I had, again, it's it's kind of like one team. It's like a two- or three-year run for a team. It's the uh, Miami Heat from, like, 2011 to 2014. Mm-hmm. They won two championships. But I can't imagine being on those LeBron teams in Miami. Oh. I mean, if you were – I mean, like Chris Anderson and dudes like oh, like Mario Chalmers and some other guys were like, I mean, kind of like rock star status type of thing. But you're in Miami and you're winning championships. You're running through the East. That would be a pretty cool team to be a part of for that that two or three year run. I, yeah, I would agree with you. Um, that is a great pick. And, and, and as somebody that's not a LeBron James fan, it surprises me to hear that. And I'm very shocked that no team of Kobe Bryant is on your list. I think that almost speaks more about the type of teammate he was, that even somebody who's <laughs> his biggest fan knows that he does not want to be on a team with him. The thing that would worry me about that is that first year when they lost to the Mavericks, they were getting so much shit from everyone. That like must have been the most depressing few months. Like LeBron literally locked himself in a room for like a month. He was so depressed after that loss. Then you, you cash your check and you uh, walk out of your, your house on South Beach, and I think you'd be all right. That's true. That's yeah. true. We're going to keep rolling with this, boys. I know you got another topic ready for us here. Jared, before we get to that, I want to again tell our listeners, check out SheridanAuctionService.com for all info on upcoming auctions. They have another great auction coming up ending March 12th at the Owasso location on a big municipal and construction consignment sale ending March 19th. Call 989-720-SELL for details or check them out online at SheridanAuctionService.com. So the last one we're going to throw out there on the table, which decade would you, I mean, we love the three generations debate, and Ted, you'd like to say back in my day a lot, you Mm kind of pull that out of your left uh, pocket. Which decade would you want to grow up as a if you were kidding. Before I give mine, I kind of want to just explain why your guys' generations were kind of some of the worst ones to grow up. So, so Matt? Oh, okay, yeah. Let's just, let's just <laughs> yeah, I so can't Matt, wait for this. Matt, give your comments. I'm going to go with Matt first, okay? Uh, <laughs> the first problem I have with Matt's generation, the internet. Dial up, oh my, I cannot imagine how slow that was and how annoying that would be. Have you ever just sat at a loading screen and just like with a little spinner in the middle? Is there anything worse than that? That's pretty annoying. We didn't have to worry that, about that in our generation. Call, you have to call like home phones to try to like set up dates with girls. Okay, like I can't imagine like trying to call a girl and like the dad answers like Ted. Ted probably had, Ted's probably done it a couple of times in his day when someone's trying to communicate with his uh, daughters. He probably answered the phone. Of I mean, course. That sounds oh, the phone rang nonstop. Uh, the like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys just made it impossible for guys like you, Ted, or me, or or Matt. Just, I mean, they were so good looking, so choreographed with their dances. Just, it made it impossible, impossible to live up their to their expectations compared, like, com- just compared to, like, yes, guys, made the level, the playing field a lot more difficult. Uh, you guys had frosted tips. You had the Eminem like haircuts, uh, where you dyed your hair blonde, <laughs> and you you had like the bowl cuts, kind of not not a good look. Uh, you also grew up with the two thousands NBA, which is just the worst generation. We know the Pistons won the finals back in 2004 but if you ever watch those games where it's a 60 to 60 slugfest just terrible counterpoint uh like i mentioned earlier boys meet boy meets world uh fresh prince of bel-air keenan and kel few really good shows that i enjoyed also uh you guys wore long socks and like in football and headbands and your style was just kind of whack as well uh your thoughts i think those are all terrible takes i had a bowl cut i had frosted tips i liked all that those early 2000s is my favorite era in the nba so yeah those are all terrible takes now is that your uh generation you'd want to grow up in the same one you were in yes i would want to grow up in the era i did for a number of reasons if i went with you know to try and have a little bit of a discussion or whatever i've always been fascinated with like the wild west like western movies 
Like, I'm playing the video game Red Dead Redemption 2 right now. I'm sure Jared knows what that is. Even I know what that is. Yeah, okay, so you know (laughs) what it is, too. Yeah, I've just always been fascinated with, like, Western movies, Western TV shows, and stuff like that. So, like, if I didn't want to pick the generation that I grew up in or the decade I grew up in, it would probably be back then. I just think it'd be really cool. What, like the late 1800s, 1880s, that's, 1890s? That's like one of those where at first, at first thought, like, man, that would be awesome, you know, running around, plundering people. But when you're playing a video game and you have unlimited lives, you don't think about, like, some of the times you die doing that. And how you could just be walking through, minding your own business, Indians could come and just scalp you. Like, that's yeah. the thing. That's one of the doubts. And also, medicine, you're maybe living to 30 until you get, like, the flu or, like, a uh, cold and you die from it, which is kind of funny to think about. Uh, and also, like, if you just get a little, like, what, if you get frostbite, like, a little bit of frostbite on your finger, like, they're gonna just going to chop off your whole arm without any, like, Novocaine or anything. Sounds horrible. There's definitely some negatives, but, I mean, you know. The, there's... He didn't pick it, so I can't. Right. Do, do you got some uh, negatives you yes. want to throw uh, at my yours generation? Yours wasn't quite as bad as Matt's, but it's pretty bad. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty come, bad. Of the, come of the pluses, I mean, you smoked weed all the time. <laughs> oh, all the time. You, you went on cruises. You went to concert. You went on, like, you literally just drove your car around. I, I love a good drive in the car. Who doesn't? Listen to some music. Uh, you went to concerts all the time. My problem, and this is something I've learned from I'm in a journalism history class right now where I've had to watch, you know, like Johnny Carson and mm-hmm. black and white TV. TV was horrible back in your day. Horrible. I cannot imagine sitting in TV. I mean, you mentioned we were talking earlier about TV dinners. It was so it, it was so infatuating for you guys. You had to literally eat dinner and stare at TV all day. Horrible. Cannot imagine that. I mean, you watch like MASH. It's like one of the most watched programs in history. Like you loved that movie. Well, okay. Well, you're talking about growing up in. I'm thinking more of my wonder years, like uh, around age 12, not not high school. I'm getting that also. I mean, yeah, because MASH is what, 1983? It was in the 70s, you know. Uh, I mean, you just, and a lot of people maybe like disagree with this, but I mean, you just got the shit kicked out of you by your teachers and. Like just by like that was kind of like the, the normal right if you if you just if you misbehaved in class like you're getting like spanked in you front got of some, everybody you had some corporal punishment yep another thing that was just really weird about your time period like looky loo theaters what do you call those looky loo uh, theaters X rated uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably one of those back in your hometown well, again in my childhood I did not partake but in any were, of that but stuff. they were around there weren't any in town here you had to go to Flint or Lansing for those I mean, there's some in Grand Rapids too yeah I mean there's no Fortnite. I mean, right, Ted? Right. That's all That's all millennials do, right? We love Fortnite. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, once you put your list out, I'd love to see what it is because I have I a mean, counterpoint for sure, but keep you, going. I mean, you, you played baseball all the time. Horrible. Right. Uh, you're, just look at your haircuts. You copied the Beatles. Your little bowl cuts were hair like, just draped in your eyes. Okay, sunshine. <laughs> really, uh, just to summarize your group, and this is like just a stereotype of like, kids that grew up in the 70s. You're just like, you're just a generation of like, you're smart asses who are actually like dumb asses is kind of how I describe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, and you're kind of talking about two different generations when when you when you break it down that way. You look at the '70s, which you laid out. That's kind of how I. That's I'll, That's more of my high school no. days, and that's not growing <laughs> up. When I look when when I looked at your question, I'm looking at it more like I said, growing up, which was the '60s for me. Okay, cards on the table. You could tell me that you grew up in the '60s, right? I'm I did. Just, like I'm just gonna be stubborn and just choose to believe that you grew up in the 70s. Okay, just because it just seemed like, just I'm always gonna peg you as a 70s guy. Well, but to be to be honest though, I grew up in the 60s. I mean, it's just that's just the way it comes out. I was born in 1956, so you know, if I had to pick a generation to grow up in other than my own, and I've got I've got some good arguments on my own generation, I might move it up a little bit further, you know, and be an early baby boomer and, and grow up in the 50s. And the reason I would pick that is, you know, World War II. 
finish. We kicked the Nazis and Japanese asses. You know, mom and dad were feeling good. Everybody was uh, living the American dream, having two cars, a garage, and a house. You know, everything was rolling. Eisenhower was in the White House. The country was relatively stress-free. I grew up in the late 50s, early 60s. That's how I look at it, which isn't a bad generation, and it's a complete counterpoint to the millennials nowadays. And locking yourself in a room and playing video games, which is about the worst waste of time I could even think of. But that's just me looking at that. Um, You know, in my generation, things started out really well and started to turn the corner bad with the uh, JFK assassination. That was in 1963, and the 60s were just complete turmoil for the country didn't really affect me so much as I'm you know growing up getting into middle school and all that but when you think about the 60s and after Kennedy was was killed you had Vietnam you had race riots all kinds of bad stuff going on but for me it was great and again back to the video game thing my era my generation we played outdoors all day long in the summertime we pick we played pickup baseball pickup basketball pickup football we didn't need this organized AAU every weekend the parents got to take their kids somewhere to play some organized sport for some Bobby Knight wannabe that just is not my thing I realize hey that's the way it is in today's world that's how it is but that's not for me and I'm glad I didn't grow up in that era there's my commentary Mike drop Okay, fair enough. I knew that that's kind of why I threw out the whole, you know, that's, we play, that's the belief. That's did, the belief. Did, well, did I all give an argument? Play, all we do is play Fortnite. All we do is play video games. Counterpoint, I think that we would absolutely dust. Like, if you took the best athletes from, like, my generation and threw them against your athletes who, who played baseball all day, who played basketball all day, pick up, that's all we did was we were outside. Uh, we would just destroy you by, like, 50 points. We, well, we, we've had this discussion before. You cannot compare the skill level at one generation compared to the next generation when it comes to athletics because if you were doing that, my generation, if they were going against your athletes today, we would be doing the same things. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's, it's an, unfair, fair, it's, it's an unfair argument, okay? Like, yeah, if you, if you literally took the kids from 1962 or whatever and put them up against kids in 2018 – yeah, the athleticism would be a lot different. But if you took the kids from the 60s and let them grow up today, I think they would be just right on par. Yeah, that's the argument. Well, that's just the whole nature versus nurture argument right yeah. there about clones, right? Yeah, you're right. If you took Oscar Robertson or, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, whatever, and you put them, like, that, how they played in today's game, yeah, they probably wouldn't have the same success. But if you took their skill and let them grow in today's game, then they would be just okay. as good as... And here's the other point, thing. There's like, okay. you, think, you think Bob Cousy is, is, lighting the, is lighting the NBA on fire right now? If, if he, he grew up, up in this era, yeah, and he got to get the coaching and the... He'd be an all-star. The fitness and the exercise, you know, all that stuff, I think he'd be What fine. about George Mikan? Goggles. Might, might be a different stretch there. There's a, <laughs> yeah, this, there's always an exception. Goggles. Well, well, dominant. He was dominant in those days. Well, of course he was the biggest player and nobody else was even close to him. Let me throw this one other thing out and see what you think about this. With you know, with today's day and age, like I said, with organized AAU stuff, yeah, you're right. It does help develop skill levels, but do you think that it also creates a lot of burnout for young kids? I've talked to some people at work about that a lot and uh, even like listen to some analysts like former pro athletes, former college athletes in like show meetings or whatever talk about it, that it's actually having a negative effect on kids because especially the kids whose parents or coaches, you know, whatever, tell them to focus on one sport. They get burnt out because they're, I mean, by the time they're 15, 16 years old, it's all they've been doing for 10 years or whatever, and they're they're kind of over it. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I think there is value to, you know, kids just playing three, four, five sports or whatever. There's too much pressure. Matt, the one positive thing I will say about Match Gen, they kind of had the perfect mix, I think. Yeah. The AAU scene hadn't quite came on. You know, they didn't quite have all the video games and all the stuff that you say is just completely pointless. Although a lot of studies would say that kids who play video games actually like their brains are a lot more active and a lot more smarter. Okay, well, we agree Uh, to disagree on on that point. Maybe kids that just grew up, you know, uh, drinking at the age of 18 when it was legal then. Well, let me throw this out there, too. And I think the millennials do get maybe a rap that they are, all they do is look at video games, play the games, and just are burnouts. But I'll give you some credit. You're you're about the hardest working millennial that I've seen out there. I mean, well, you, you do a, that you stuff. Almost, in almost that sense, you just kind of mocked millennials. I wouldn't say I'm like... No, I'm giving you a compliment that you're kind of the exception to the rule as I see it. I'm not, I, am I the only... I'm basically the only millennial. You're not you know. the only one. I'm just... If, <laughs> if, I, if I have to throw it in a category is what I'm saying. Do, you don't think that the perception out there is that the millennials do spend way too much no, time on video games? Like I said, it's the same with kind of your generation where all you did was, you know, smoke weed and uh, Yeah, that's, fa- that's and, fair. It's fair, it's fair. Have long hair. I wish I could argue more with you on that, but yeah, no. you have counterpoints to what I bring. But th- so I haven't given mine yet. I agree with you, Ted. 1950s would be the best. I mean, I could sit in like a 1950s style diner and just have you know ice cream and uh, fry and burgers and a coke. Uh, and a root beer flow. Coke was a lot better back then. That would be awesome. Like I mentioned before, I would have loved to have played baseball in this period. Would have been so cool. I would have loved it. Would have ate it up. Not only that, you get to wear your varsity jacket all the time. You look cool. You know, kids don't wear varsity jackets anymore. Yeah, why? Why is that? I don't know. It just never was a it's thing. Just, I didn't get one. My brothers. Oh, didn't I know. Get one. Your your brothers. Their their era. It really was the first one that I I noticed that they weren't wearing a varsity coat. I don't know about you, Matt, but when I when I I was on the baseball team, like I said, as a freshman, I got I lettered in baseball. I could not wait to go get my varsity coat. I mean, that was just that was a rite of passage for me. I couldn't wait. The, the varsity coats were huge when I was growing up because especially if you played sports that you got medals in. Mm-hmm. Um, I played football, basketball, and baseball. So while I, I lettered in all three, and I, I lettered as a sophomore in baseball, so it was kind of like cool to get a varsity letter as a sophomore. But, you know, we in, in football, basketball, and baseball, you didn't get very many, many medals. Like we got conference championship medals, district championship medals. But the sports like wrestling, track, swimming, those guys and girls that were racking up all the medals – it was awesome when they'd walk around the hallways and their coats would just be like clank, jingling clank, clank. everywhere, covered in medals. It was cool. Yeah, I hate it. That there's there's these they're, they're still sp- sporadic. Back in my day, they they would always have. Uh, man, I just said back in my day. Oh, <laughs> You're years, twenty. It's only two years ago. Uh, they used to wear like some people would wear them, and that's it was the worst, Matt. When someone would have a million medals on their jacket, like all right, ch- relax. So did your group then look at the guys or the or the girls with the varsity jackets and medals kind of as, as dorks? Like geeks? the only, the only one of my friends, and it's kind of like you guys said, the only one of my friends that had a varsity jacket was the guys that were moved up as mm-hmm. you know sophomores or freshmen, kind of okay. just, just a flex on everybody. I got gotcha. you, as us millennials yeah. say. Uh, just on my last thoughts on the 1950s generation, like. They had great haircuts too. Not like your guys's, where you had Matt with the bowl cut, you with the bowl cut. <laughs> I did not have. Oh no, I did not have a bowl the, cut. The dye your hair blonde like Eminem. They had they had nice haircuts. The mullet. You sit your watch, you know, lace, look comb over, and also cars were just awesome and cheap back then. Like they they were just kind of common back then. But you have one of those now. It's like the coolest thing on the road. Yeah, yeah. Fifties cool. That is one thing about that that generation is like I, I've thought about that before. Like the cars back then. There's obviously some really cool cars now, but like the cars back then are. I mean, they're classics. Muscles. There's stuff that people are still trying to drive restore or whatever today you know you think about some of the cars in like the late 80s 90s or whatever and you know no one wants those like if you find one in a barn or whatever you leave it in the barn (laughs) so like but but i will say if like i I mentioned the western era like if i had to pick something that wasn't mine 
uh, it would be that Western era, you know, like the late 1800s. But I honestly think, to all your guys' points, that's why I would pick the 90s, because the 90s is the perfect mix. Mm-hmm. You do have the Internet. You do have video games. You do have all the stuff. You know, you don't have the Internet like we do today and, you know, stuff like that. It's not the same, but it was there. You have video games. TV was good. Movies were good. Music, all that kind of stuff, the same as today for, like, the millennials, for Jared's age. But then it was still, because I grew up the same way as you, Ted. Yes, I did play some video games and watch some TV, but I grew up playing outside all the time, playing pickup basketball, playing pickup football and doing all that stuff, just going out. And, you know, I mean, we grew up in Corona where, you know, you could basically just go out and your parents trusted you to come home or, you know, whatever. Right. So, like, I, I grew up doing that too. So that that's why at the 90s the, the economy was good. You know, there wasn't all this stuff that's gone on in different decades and stuff like that. So I, the 90s was a perfect mix of – You've got that old school, 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, play outside and, you know, get dirty, go play hide-and-seek type stuff. But then you also have the mix of kind of today with the Internet, movies, music, TV, stuff like that. Yeah, the only problem, you just might get roofied every once in a while, right? <laughs> that didn't happen in the 90s. <laughs> I can't wait to and hear I'll, that story. And I will, you did have NBA and NBC. I wasn't around, but that, that theme song, yeah, that the theme great. song alone is, that's must-watch TV. They're playing that on Fox College Basketball nowadays, aren't they? I'm a fan of it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused, but I'm okay with the song. Well, let's wrap this show up strong. I know we probably want to get into one more category, Jared. You got one? Do you want else? me to, is there, did you have some thoughts on another one? Well, I, well, I want to also tell our listeners about the CoronaConnection.com. They know it's great to be gold this week. The Corona Swim Team repeated as ISC Conference champs at the Saginaw Valley State University pool, and the Cavs finished 11-0 and in dual meets this season. Also, the Corona Girls basketball team wrapped up the regular season by crushing Brandon 62-8, to and Z92.5 will broadcast live the district semifinal coming up Wednesday, March 6th. So that took care of our advertisers. So It sounds like you, I, I, for those who don't know, I sent a, a long list of potential uh, topics we could hit. Yeah. Sounds like you, I, I had a couple that I might want to throw off time-permitting topics. Uh what are you thinking? What is there? Some, there is there one that you're kind of like, man, I really want to get this out on the table. If we, if we can do it short, you want to do a short one? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, I, all right. Uh, if you could be a part of any band, okay. I I knew you would love that one. That's why I threw it in there. What band would you choose? And we'll let you two guys go first, and then I'll give mine. I thought about this, and Matt, I might I might be stealing yours here. Uh, I mean, Fifty Cent, G Unit. What a band that was back in the early two thousands. Uh, <laughs> It's your. I feel dumb. you took mine, man. Yeah. The thing you do have to worry about. You. I mean, Fifty Cent got what shot like nine times or something crazy like that. That that might be a little worry to worry about. But I tell you what, what a crew. To, either of them are like the Wu Tang Clan. A lot of good times in those two crews. What about you, Matt? Did I just did I just steal yours? No, I. I mean, I I did think about that one, but I you know I was like you know you were talking about like how you would mix into the group you know with the That's whole movie true. TV show thing. I honestly I picked In uh, Sync or the Backstreet Boys. That would come from your era, and I could see that. You could have got any fun. girl you wanted on that. Absolutely, career. that that's a good pick. Who do you think I'm going to pick, Matt? I, I was going to say Beatles. The Beatles, hands down. I mean, the greatest band of all time. Case closed. They started rock and roll here. The British invasion. Can you imagine every single place they went? Can you imagine the female adoration? I mean, have you ever seen any of the film clips of them with it the was, women chasing them down it the was street? Too much. They couldn't tour anymore. Was, that doesn't sound like fun to me. They what? couldn't tour. They couldn't leave their house. Oh come on! They 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 just they had it all going. You got to deal with a uh, Yoko Ono. I don't know if that sounds like fun to me. Well, that's when you know that's when it, it becomes a little bad. But if I'm picking one band of all time, let's say the Beatles from 1964 to 1969, before Yoko got involved. Can I 
something from your genders. Can I just throw this out there? It seems like a great group of guys. The Beach Boys. Just something about <laughs> them seems like that's a great group that I'd like to hang out with. Have you ever watched or seen their backstory, though? There was a lot of drama in that family. Really? Yeah. It, it's, check- it's their family. Well, three of the three of them are brothers. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. know Three that. of them are brothers. The lead singer is a cousin. Yeah. There's a lot of family drama there. Check that out. So it's, so it's like Greta Van Fleet. A little bit, yeah. And I didn't pick them. How about that? <laughs> that would have been weird. I think that would have been a weird. <laughs> that would have been a little strange. Yeah, we had to do actually, a little edit he on her. Was going to, but he didn't want to get called out. <laughs> All right then, let's do this thing. It's now time for this week's three point podcast weekend hot takes. Take it away, guys. You guys know I can't go this pod without mentioning Michigan State did lose to Indiana. My hot take this week, I think we all might have um, the circling around the Michigan-Michigan State game. I do. Michigan is going to win, but the thing that's a hot take, Michigan is going to win Michigan State. That's not a hot take. The hot take is this. They're going to finally – I was down in the dumps a couple weeks ago. Matt, you were as well. <laughs> Ted, not so much as our as our, as our Spartan fan. Yeah. Um, but I really think that they're going to kind of turn everything around in my brain. And at this point – I just can't. I can't imagine like like watching them play against Maryland earlier today, where they won. It just, I, I just, they're not the same team to me in, in my eyes. Like they just need losing to Michigan State. As you guys know, it's like my end all be all. So, what do you think about Matthews? Is that strengthening Michigan as they head down the not stretch? Having Matthews, not though, having him and having some of these other guys play, just kind of get experience. You're saying, uh, I think it, it can help as long as they win. But I mean, like I said, it's an end all be all. As Michigan State on this Saturday, we need him on the floor. So what's the hot take? My hot specifically? take is that they are gonna completely swing me back around. I'm gonna be all back in love with this Michigan team like I was earlier this season. That's the hot take. I just can't picture that in my brain right now. How about you, Matt? It, it's around the same game. Obviously, we know what, what's on all of our minds right now. If I had to pick, I, I do think Michigan's gonna win in East Lansing. But my hot take is that whoever does win, it's gonna springboard them into like a deep run into the tournament. I think whoever's going to win is going to win the Big Ten tournament and then uh, make, make a little bit of a run in the NCAA tournament, whether it's Michigan or Michigan State. Yeah, and I got a little different look. You can call me a, con- a contrarian again, but uh, I think State, you know, coming off that tough loss to Indiana, I think State coming back home to the Breslin, uh, you know, and I'm not going high off a limb, but I'm my take is State is going to win this game at the Breslin Arena. It's going to be close, but I think, to cheer up Jared, I think Michigan will get them in the Big Ten tournament if they match up. So I see State winning this game, winning the regular season series, Michigan bouncing back in the Big Ten tournament. That's my take. Okay. Fair I enough. Still, they still kind of have the last laugh, though, is the thing that bothers me about that one. They, because they always have the, oh, we've been two out of three times. Well, well yeah, that's true. I, I, I didn't say I'm pulling for that, but that's how I think it's going to happen. So yeah. the one thing is Sparty has uh, Nebraska um, in a couple days. And then, you know, they've got a few days off before Michigan. Michigan doesn't play again until that Michigan State game. So I, I don't know, know if that will affect anything or whatever. Right. But I love with that Michigan State injuries, you know, they, they could probably use a little more rest. Yeah, but they do have Nebraska at home. I mean, yeah. that's kind it of a warm-up. But, I mean, should you never be. know. Hey, I, I got one other question i got to throw at both you guys. The social media thing, this this Bell guy. Fill me in on what, what went on. How do you get banned from Twitter? Well, I mean, from what I understand, I guess, like, the like official story hasn't come out. But, I mean, we talked about – Scott Bell with Ryan right. uh, last week when we were talking about social media and stuff, and I know Jared knows who he is. I don't, I'm sure you've come across some of his tweets, Ted. Oh, no, I have. I just don't understand. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm seeing on Twitter that he's been banned and kicked off Twitter be- from Spartan you, fans. You so what's going he's on? like, yeah, Mother Teresa on there. The way these, I, I love him as much as other Michigan fans do, the way he trolls Michigan State fans, but it's a little overboard is with it? the amount of support he's receiving. What is, is Matt, I think you're kind of like feeding into the monster a little bit. You love that. You you just think it's not right that he got suspended. And I agree, he should not have been well, suspended. Well, what, what did he say? What did he post out there well, to get that, suspended? That's where it, I mean, that's where, I mean, you could go a lot of different ways with why this happened, I guess. But, right, he's the ultimate troll. He has, 
I've, I've talked to him a few times in personal messages or whatever, asking him to be on the podcast and some other things. But he has his own personal account that he, you know, tweets, you know, whatever else. Yeah. Then he has this, this the account that ended up getting suspended that is 100% to troll Michigan State. Uh-huh. And like Ryan said last week when we were talking to him, it's not just like nonsense. You know, he's really creative, really smart with his tweets and with his trolling. But it's also, it's nothing offensive. It's always about, you know, Michigan State's records, stats, you know, stuff like that. There's there's nothing offensive. He doesn't attack, like, some of the scandals, you know, or nothing like that. The one, I think, that tipped it over, from what I've read, you know, March came around, and right away a bunch of Michigan State Twitter handles started throwing out the January, February, this is Izzo's month, you know, stuff like that for March. And then uh, Scott Bell tweeted out, Michigan's, you know, Beeline's record compared to Michigan State's record in March, the last, like, 11 years. And people were, like, pissed at him, and Michigan State fans were going crazy and stuff like that, and the next thing you know, he's suspended. Well, that that's what boggles my mind. Why does that get you kicked off of Twitter? I mean, I could see if you're using vulgar language or something I along those lines. it's just like an algorithm where if enough people just do it, they kind Enough of people complain, they just take you off. Oh, that's how it works. I, that's what I, I you know, I, I'm not into the this generation so i don't know how it works you've seen you know some of the tweets i've done i mean i'm kind of a a, a moron sometimes i don't know what i'm doing half the time my so i'm just asking about, a question my favorite thing about your twitter twitter is you just you you i read retweet articles, a lot you read articles and then you like retweet them and you just like post the article title like as if you as as if it's your own article <laughs> well that it's not intended to be that way i just way i look at it and maybe i'm doing wrong wrong uh tweet etiquette but if i read something i find interesting i just i retweet it there's that's the only reason i do it yeah, so, I, I, I feel other people might find it interesting in the tweet it like makes the art the headline of the article like your tweet oh i see that just happens but no i think overall I, you, i'd say you do pretty well with twitter for an old guy yeah i mean i mean not even just for an old guy i'd say overall you do pretty well hey how about that yeah i love it i mean it is <laughs> yeah there is that algorithm like if enough people complain i mean obviously if you throw some out there like crazy offensive or whatever then Twitter can just suspend you. But, like, there is that if enough people, I don't know what the number is, but if enough people report an account, it can get suspended. So maybe that's what happened, you know, that enough Michigan State fans reported him and he got suspended. But but that's what's crazy, and that's what feeds into a lot of the, the narratives about that fan base. And, and it's like, because it, it was nothing offensive. It was just him basically trolling Michigan State, and I got a little butthurt over it. Well, you know, guys, we've had a, a kind of a completely different kind of podcast here. I'll be interested to see uh, how our listeners react to it. You know, it's a little longer than normal, but I think we had a lot of good stuff here, don't you guys think? I'd say so. I think we got a lot of stuff that we might have to pull out to the listeners. Uh, that's what I think we should do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that with the fact that it's on social media, you might get absolutely obliterated. Well, you know why, and I'll tell you why. Number one reason why. There's not that many people that are into Twitter and social media that are my age. That that's going to hurt me out of the gate. Will you give me that one? Yeah, that's 100. percent Okay, a, you're a trendsetter in that in this sense. There you go. I, no I, one's followed you. Right, right. So so that's uh, and I'll take I'll take the heat from the young people. That's okay. Especially Jared ripping <laughs> apart our generation. <laughs> I gave you I you I mentioned the pros and I mentioned the cons. That's right. Do you guys disagree that your haircuts were just? Egregious. Well, I never had a bowl cut, so I cannot say oh, that. What? Never I've seen had. Photos. Oh, you're talking about a senior picture. It's technically not a bowl cut. It's more of a mullet. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, it's a bad haircut. Okay. Do you think? Do you love your haircut you had in high school? I could see how it like would age poorly. Like in 20 years, you look back on oh, it. That, well, but that was a style. It's still kind of style. And ours was the style. Ours was the style in our era. Right. It's called cabbage geezer. Old geezer. Is that what a cabbage? Cabbage. Okay, Jim Rome. 
<laughs> You're a clown. <laughs> Clone. Cut his line. <laughs> Cut his vine. We want people, though, to uh, to give us their input, don't we, Matt? Oh, for sure. How's the best way to do that? I mean, the easiest way to do it would be uh, we're on all social media sites. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook at 3PointPod. Or we've got the email, 3PointPod at gmail.com. You can hit us up uh, through email or social media. Personally, I think the social media is the way to go because they're all at 3PointPod, right? Yep. Let's do it. Again, I want to thank our 3Point Podcast partners, Advanced Elevator Company. They hopped on board. We're doing well with that. Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, the Corona Connection and Corona Public Schools. This has been a Sportsnet Michigan Z92.5 The Castle production. Thanks again for listening to 3Point Podcast. I've got a boat with a two-stroke, a couple guaranteed to make you laugh jokes. I've got friends in low places. Yeah, life. Is what you're making. I might not end up in the Hall of Fame with a star on a sidewalk with my name or a statue in my hometown when I'm gone. Nobody gonna name their babies after me. I might not go down in history, but I'll go down to the honky tonk. Got a girl named Sheila. She goes batshit. On tequila, got a job that gets the job done. I got a loan at the bank, it's a big one. The only place you might see my name is on a wall for a good time call. I'm a local legend on a Friday night in a Pat's Blue Ribbon neon light. I might not in